Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to episode number 117. That is 117 of Wings, Beers, and Tears, your favorite DMV sports podcast. It is a holiday episode. It is the day after Christmas, or up in Canada, I believe it's Boxing Day, whatever that is. Um, And here we are. We are here with some uh, Wings, Beers, and Tears, DMV sports talk, and there is plenty of it. What is going on, Jerry? How are you, sir? What's going on, man? Commanders really blew one. <clears throat> yeah, they weren't very good. Um, can't say I'm terribly surprised. Uh, like I've told you all along, I don't think they're actually any good. Um, but they were definitely not very good on Sunday or Saturday. And The, the offensive line was not very good. They weren't good. And uh, I, I didn't think the defense was very good either. Um, I mean, how many points did they give up to Brock Purdy? Um, well, they gave up a total of 37. Yeah. But- that's yeah. not that's not the great. Offense wasn't helping very much. It was not, but um, hey man, you know this team's not not great. They've been yeah they've I been mean, treading all- water. I, I think decent coaching. They're working with what they've got, but there's clearly uh, quite a few holes on this roster. And the biggest one, the elephant in the room, is still quarterback. Um, as much as we all love Taylor Heineke and his comeback style, the two minute drill, the gamer, the whole nine. He's just so limited as to what he can do. Um, he, he is. I'd, I I. mean, I think that Rivera um, is going to make the change. I think he's going to go back to Wentz. I mean, uh, yeah. I think Heineke did not finish the game. I don't know if it was because of injury or play or both. But um, Rivera is being kind of coy uh, sure. going into next week. But the scenario is, you know, Washington is, you know, 7-7-1. Seven, seven they are currently sitting in the last playoff spot. So if they win out and they beat Cleveland and then Dallas, yep, uh, I think it's both at home. Yeah, I think so. Um, then they will make the playoffs. Um, you know, Cleveland, you had they've been eliminated. I believe they've been eliminated. I believe so. Yes. Um, and I so I think they're they're going to probably be resting veterans who really don't want to play. Um, and hopefully Dallas, although they beat Philly. This week, hopefully by that time they really have nothing to play for. Yeah, hopefully their spot is essentially locked yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, and, and yeah. they're going to either have a home game uh, against some opponent, and they'll want to rest their starters. So sure, that's the best case scenario for Washington. Um, but regardless of that, um, I think that Wentz is going to get the start. Uh, I don't know if that's going to help very much, but I think that Ron Rivera thinks that he offers more than Heineke. Uh, I don't know. But I also think that Ron, this was Ron Rivera's guy, mm-hmm. despite what the media reports say. Sure, um, and he, I think, he wants to justify his um, his pick of him. So, I mean, do you do you think they have a better chance at winning with him, or do you think it's six and one half dozen? I, mean, I don't think it matters. Yeah, to, I don't. To be I don't completely either. honest with you. Well, here's the deal: so both quarterbacks have had a decent number of reps throughout the season, right? I mean, right. prior to Wentz's injury, he was the number one, so he had all the reps and everything, and all the preseason. And the team averages under 20 points a game offensively. They do. So, and, he, and he doesn't throw the ball to McLaurin. Right. At least he didn't the first, you know, before yeah, he was exactly. So <clears throat> take all the other shit aside. You've gotten a look at both guys. You've got a fairly healthy roster of playmakers around each of them now. And they still average under 20 points a game. That's really not playoff level when it comes to the NFL. Right. So uh, if they make it, I think they're a one and done. Um, obviously you would want them to make it at this point because what's the point of not making it at this point, you're in the no man's land as far as next year's draft goes. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. It, you're you're going to get, you're going to get a player 
in the the same equivalent player in the same eight picks, regardless of where you're exactly be. right. So at this point, hey, if you can win and make the playoffs and and give your fan base a little shot in the arm and you know make it exciting, great, good on you. I, I'm always going to root for my team to do that. Um, and if they make it in, they will have earned it. I'm not going to take that away from them. I just don't think they're a decent playoff level team. Right. You know, I, I'm 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 with you. Um, they definitely have holes. Um, but looking at the playoff scenarios in the NFC, uh, the Eagles, the Vikings, the 49ers, and Dallas have clinched. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> right now, Tampa Bay is sitting at 7-8 and eight in the four spot because the NFC South is so shit. Oh, they're so bad. The Giants are in it on the sixth spot at 8-6. and six. Washington is 7-7-1. Seven, seven and one. The teams still in the hunt are Seattle, 7-8. and eight. Detroit seven and eight, Green Bay seven and eight, and Green Bay is surging. Um, the teams that have been eliminated are the Rams, the Falcons, the Cardinals, and the Bears. In the AFC, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Bengals, and the Ravens have clinched. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville is in at the four seed at seven and eight because the AFC South is so how shooting. crazy is that shit. The Chargers are eight and six, and Miami is eight and seven. And still in the hunt are New England, the Jets, and Tennessee, and Pittsburgh at seven and eight. <laughs> I can't believe Pittsburgh I got know. to seven and eight. My, it's God, Mike, Tomlin's so Mike good. Tomlin's good, man. So um, good. Cleveland has eliminated. So that is that is a good scenario for Washington. If you can't beat a team at home who has been eliminated from contention and has nothing to play for then you do not deserve to be in the playoffs. Exactly. And it's interesting. I heard so many people on talk radio today, <clears throat> and they want to talk about, obviously, quarterback situation number one, who has a better chance to win these last two. And everybody's talking Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. I'm going, stop that for a second, because if you win this week, all the scenarios are different again. Right, yeah. The scenario yeah. as of today is win both, you're in. But if you win the first one, right. what other dominoes fall around you Well, that make that second game a different scenario? You know, in theory, um, the... You know, Washington could win, go eight, seven, and one. And then the teams behind them, uh, meaning Seattle could lose, go seven and nine. And at that point, Washington would have, it, they, would, they would be exactly they, they that's where clinch. the tie actually helps them. Right? Because you got a, a bunch of teams like Green Bay and Seattle. Once they get to that ninth loss, they're going to be out. Yeah. So if Seattle loses, they'll be eliminated. Washington will clinch. If ball if, if Seattle, Detroit, and Green Bay lose, Washington clinches. Mm-hmm. So there is a there is a way that the Dallas sure. game doesn't even matter. Yeah. Point being, this weekend's game is so important at home to Cleveland, who's not playing for shit. You gotta win that fucking game. You gotta win that game, man. You know? What what uh what day and time is that game? Sorry is, for my uh it ignorance. Is Sunday at one PM. All right. So January first, one PM. Let me confirm, but you ever had your phone just like act up on you all the time? Like I press something and it's going to like women's basketball. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> totally yeah. got a mind of its own. Yes, the first at uh, one p.m. Okay, and I will. Let's see. Let's see who the three teams are. All right, so they they have the tiebreaker over Green Bay because they beat them. Green Bay plays. I believe they play at home to Minnesota. Okay. So that that's a that's a fairly tough game, that's a big and game. then they have Detroit at the end. So who who still may be in it? So that yeah, those might, two might yeah. be battling it out right. for that game. Detroit 
has to play. Trying to Jesus, man. Jesus Webb, how come it can't be this hard? <laughs> Detroit plays Chicago. That's a trash game. So yeah. Chicago's eliminated. So Detroit, you have to think, will win. Uh, and that's even a home game. All right. So let's see what Seattle does. Seattle has. Okay, buddy, calm down. Major's getting really into May, the commander's talk right now. <laughs> Major's pretty fired up. All right, so. I mean, you got to think that they're going to beat Detroit. I mean, Detroit, I, I would Detroit's think, going to win. <clears throat> so so they try and backload a lot of these schedules. Yeah. So you've got a, bit, a lot of big games, right? There we go. you got to figure these last two weeks, most teams are going to go one and one. Right. Chicago, uh like I said, uh, Detroit plays Chicago January 1st, 1 p.m. at Detroit. Um, Washington plays Cleveland at Washington, 1 p.m. Are you going? No. <laughs> Wouldn't go. Seattle plays the Jets, 4.05 p.m. in Seattle. Okay. Green Bay plays Minnesota, 4.05 p.m. in Green Bay. Okay. So. <clears throat> they okay. Could, so if Washington, uh, basically if Washington wins out, they're in. Got it. They'll be either the. Seventh or the eighth or seventh or eighth seed, right? Either playing um, San Francisco and or Dallas. Major, I don't know why Major's eating. My boy's a disaster. He's a mess. Yeah, he was he was definitely eating some furniture or something of that nature. He was he was done with all the schedule talk. He doesn't give a shit about that. He don't care. Um, yeah. So, uh, like you said, the path is there for them. Uh, I I agree with you. I think at some point this week Rivera comes out and just says we're going with Wentz, gives his best chance to win. Yeah, yada yada. yada. Yeah, but that's what he wants. It is hard. He, he wants does. to be vindicated. Um, and it, you know, honestly, he better Wentz better play well because well, the deal. for all the, of his faults, Heineke's a fan favorite, and yep. um, you know, and if if Wentz does not play well, then Rivera's going to have the blame for that he will he will um obviously scoring more points is going to be a key um chase young came back had some good plays but did. didn't play very much he needs to step it up right yeah, yeah i mean look 37 points on the road sorry not good enough not, not, not good enough not there they're right. not a juggernaut of an offense they uh, just no they're not they, they I mean, were it was seven seven at halftime dude there were holes all over the place I just I don't know I don't know I uh, the second half was oh it was atrocious really really bad McKittle got me thirty points in fantasy oh yeah he was an absolute dog oh by the way can I just tell you uh-huh. Jeremy is leading he's the number one seed in our fantasy football I know yep can't even set a lineup and he's still dominating us can't even set a lineup and he's just laughing he's just laughing at us from above he is he is actually going what a bunch of assholes <laughs> what a bunch of douchebags yeah he's right oh fuck um yeah so commanders you know we shall see um i i don't i i'm not a, a super optimistic commanders fan but you know They've given us so much not to be optimistic about. So, um, I mean, I think it'll be ugly, yeah, and it'll be frustrating. But I think they will win this week. I, I I think so too. I think they grind out the win against Cleveland that they couldn't grind out against the Giants a couple right. weeks ago. Because I'm not sure Watson's going to play. What yeah, incentive do you have right. to play him? Probably right. And uh, the next week, I'm not sure that Dak Prescott's going to play. Right. You know. Yeah. And and I don't think 
a lot of the uh, veterans will play for Dallas. Just because, might I mean, be right, man. You know, like uh, across the board. Sure. Now you, you know. might be right. So um, that, that would be that would be the best case scenario. Obviously. Of course, man. But, it'd be uh, like it'd be like when they clinched when they got in the playoffs against Philly. Remember yep. they they played Hurts That's and right. then for some unknown reason, Doug Peterson took him out of the game. Yeah. And Washington was able to win. Yeah. So. Well, he did some a big solid that year. So thank you. Thanks, man. Um, all right. So you want to head up the Beltway to Baltimore real quick? Yeah, so the Ravens are in uh, with the worst uh, ten and five record I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. I mean, honestly, talk about an uninspiring team right now. I just—they've had it, it, everything works out for the Ravens. They have had the easiest schedule in the NFL. They—they um, they, the last couple victories. I mean, they have—they've <laughs> beaten since their bye week. They've beaten Carolina. They've lost to Jacksonville. They've beaten Denver 10 to 9. Yep. They beat Pittsburgh 16-14. Mhm. They beat they lost to Cleveland 13 to 3 and they beat Atlanta 17 to 9. All of those teams have losing records. And and, and not and, they and their best out offensive output was 17. Yes. And See, that's very concerning to well, me. Well, no, they had 27, but that was with Jackson. And, and they the lost la- that game. Yes. The last four games, they have played with Tyrone Huntley. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. He's terrible. Um, <laughs> I don't know why anybody – Do you know uh, that all the Redskins fan or Washington Commanders fan base wants to move on from uh, hence Wentz and Heineke? And at the top of their list are Jordan Love and Tyler Huntley. Well, Huntley's, Huntley's terrible because I guarantee you every Ra- every Ravens fan is begging for Ty- for Heineke, right? Or Wentz. <laughs> I mean, hysterical. Listen, here's Huntley, right? For the last four games, he's gone three and one, and I say that facetiously. Um, he's he won ten and nine. They scored ten points against Denver. They scored sixteen points against Pittsburgh. They scored three points against Cleveland, and they scored seventeen against Atlanta. And he's thrown for no more than a, he threw a, for a buck eighty-seven against Denver. Uh, he threw for eighty-eight against Pittsburgh, and about one twenty in both games. So he is—he's terrible. Um, all they do is stack the box. He can—he yeah. can, you know—he tries to find uh, Mark Andrews. If Mark Andrews is not open, he doesn't know really know what to do. Yeah. Um, it's they have no shot to even win a playoff game if Lamar Jackson's not back. So. No, I completely agree with that. Uh, so they've they've clinched their ten and five. Their last two games are at home to Pittsburgh, who really has nothing to play for. Well, I guess they do. Yeah, they're still in it, Mike Tomlin. Um, and then uh, you have to figure that Huntley's going to play the last two. Cincinnati at Cincinnati last game. Cincinnati. Neither team's really going to have anything to play for. Right. Um, so that'll be a like a preseason game. Yeah, I don't think they put Lamar in now that they've clinched. They're not. Right? They're yeah, not. No. They're not putting them. So, um, I don't see them winning either of their last two games, and they'll probably finish ten and seven, and probably be the one of the last seeds. But if Lamar comes back healthy, he'll be dangerous. Sure. Sure. Well, you can go on a run with him playing Lamar running football because sure. they protected the shit out of him this year and really didn't have him run very much at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and they're going to find their way into the playoffs with ten or eleven wins. So, yeah, I mean, I think uh, they could be a they could be a dangerous playoff team despite everything we just said about how anemic their offense is right now. You know, and depending on the matchup, um, I mean, they're a team I would not want to face. No, not right? at all. Um, 
I just no. I, they're veterans. They're they're well coached. Um, they're gonna they're gonna be a tough out no matter what. Right. Um, and if Lamar is healthy and if he's dynamic and they just say, hey, fuck it, we don't even know if you're gonna be here next year. <laughs> Run your little ass off. You know, go I mean, for it. Honestly, bro, uh, if they lose, if they lose. If they go one and one, which they probably will, and finish ten and seven, um, and they're the sixth seed. They are probably going to play the fourth seed, which right now is a seven and eight Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. So you want that game back? You yeah. want that game? Yep. Right. So they're going to be a tough out. Um, Cincinnati, you know, you try to avoid them, you know, and then once they get up to, I just don't think they have the firepower to even with Jackson to beat Buffalo or, or KC, and nope. probably not even Cincinnati. Nope, I agree. But I think they can. Without Jackson, they won't win a playoff game. With Jackson, I think they'll win one. Well, they need to win one. <laughs> yeah, they have to um, win one. So yeah, well, well, hey, yeah, I'm glad they're in. Um, it gives us another local rooting interest come playoff time. Um, and if all goes well for the Commanders, it gives us two rooting interests for playoff time. You know. All right, let's talk about Ovi. God, all right, what man. A fucking stud, <laughs> man. Caps, 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 caps. Well. They've been on an absolute fucking tear. They've been on a tear, um, man. I think you called it. I think I had already predicted the. I just, I, I was watching games and they they lost three, they lost three in a row. I don't know six weeks ago, and I think that was when you were like, "They're done. They're done. They're done." I watched all three games, and I know I'm I'm, I'm a homer sometimes. I analyze hockey a bit differently because I've watched it for so long, but they're they're just the better team in all three games. I'm like, God damn it. It's gonna it's gonna bounce the right way. Well, what is it? We're, I think they're eleven three and one right. in their last you know fifteen. I mean that's top three in the league. Yeah, they're they're so. So what what I have seen? I've actually been watching the games mm-hmm. because of the, the of the record. The, the OV watch, yeah. yeah, for sure. What I have seen is that the either goaltender is better than the goaltender we got last year. Hundred percent. I don't know if they're better goaltenders, but the goaltending it's much uh, better. Is much better. Mm-hmm. Um, the defense is a little bit lack lacking from what, you know, there, there seem to be a lot of open ice chances, mm-hmm. um, from, uh, from the other teams, but with the goaltending, um, you know, you can manage most of that offensively. I, it looks like they're starting to try slowly put things together. It's clear to me and Alan may, which means me. <laughs> that when Oshie is in the game, their power play is much better. Yeah. Because he's just in that slot. Yep. And he makes things ha- fucking yep. happen. <clears throat> um, when he's not there, it's a big drop off. Mm-hmm. So, and, but, you know, he gets hurt all the time. He's he just not going to be reliable. Well, here's, here's the thing it, they got to get Tommy Wilson back, and he's got to be 100%. Yeah. And this latest winning streak has helped make sure that he comes back when he's ready as right. opposed to pushing him a little too soon. People keep saying that they think they're going to see Backstrom back. Ugh. I find it hard to believe. I'm not going to believe that one until I see it. Right. I understand he's been skating and he feels the best he's ever felt. I'm sure he has. I mean, he had, I mean that's what you say. Well, sure. But he, he literally had the, the modern version of hip replacement surgery. You know, So, of course, he's better off now than he was before. Right. Um, but getting Wilson back is going to be such a key. The guy that th- that's crushing them right now not having in the lineup is Farivari. Yeah. You know, I mean, that defensive core, Matt Irwin has played now more games this year than he played in the entirety of last year. Yeah. And that's with all the injuries we had last year. That's not good. I like Matt Irwin. 
Matt Irwin's great as a healthy seventh man. <laughs> That's what right. he's here for. When he has to consistently play. And Carlson's going to be out for a while. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. It's. I mean, Alan May was saying stuff about superficial wounds, but, I mean, he got hit in the face with a freaking puck. Yeah. It's, I'm sure, is everything. Best case scenario, he's swollen. Concussion yeah, I mean, protocol. he's, he's going to be out for a, a period of time, no, no question. So that back end, I mean, the stalwarts at the back end are Orloff. He's been our best defenseman by far. By far. And um, Jensen. Jensen's been fantastic. Um, when he's in, I think Farivari is a top four guy in the league. Um, need to get him back and healthy. When it, what's his status? Um, it's just one of those where I think it's probably a hammy or a groin. And uh, is he know. even skating? Yeah, yeah. But you just don't hear much about you know a timetable. That's not good until you hear a timetable. Is there a timetable for Wilson? I keep hearing you know first week of the new year. So you know I think they have a game on the third and then another game on the fifth or the sixth. So they're hoping. So has there, there been any rumblings about trading for a defenseman? I don't think so. I don't think so. So many guys that they have are on expiring contracts, so they'd rather ride out the year with what they have. Right. They do have some help coming from Hershey if need be. Um, Alexiev is going to be the healthiest he's been all year in early January. He's young, but he's good. you got to fucking play him. I mean, you, you don't have a choice. Him, yeah. I'd rather see a young Alexiev in the lineup than Matt Irwin, personally. Really? Yeah. Irwin's fine. He's, he's, I mean, Irwin played for Laviolette in Nashville, right? He did. So he's yep. probably got a trust factor with him. He, he knows what he's doing. But as the as the season winds up into starting to posture for playoff position and game's getting a little bit tighter and a little bit quicker, Irwin's just not fast. Right. He's a vet guy. Um, he's a bruiser. I, I don't know that that style really is needed on the back end right now. Um, you need puck-moving defensemen. You need guys that can skate. Um and there, there may be some help coming from Hershey in that regard. I will, I will give Laviolette a ton of fucking credit for keeping it together when they were really bad there in, right. in middle part of November. I'd, I'd say they were, they were struggling pretty hard. Um, but he had them being competitive, makeshift lineup. I mean, fuck's sake, dude. He had, <laughs> he had guys we'd never heard of playing up on the first line with Ovi. And Koozie, just because he had to get them some meaningful minutes up there, you know. Um, guys like Dowd are having a career year. He's been tremendous. Eller is playing his ass off. He's right. a guy at the beginning of the year, I figured he was trade bait and just, you know, he'd lost a step and everything That's else. That's what I thought, too. Dude, he looks fan-fucking-tastic, man. He's always been a world-class skater, um, and now he's showing it. Um, but you're getting contributions. I got to tell you on the blue line, two guys that I did not mention that should get mentions for just working their asses off are TVR and uh, that guy Gustafson. Yeah, Obviously, Gustafson's, having the hat trick is, is yeah. an anomaly, but he's an offensive-minded defenseman that has a big old shot, and he's getting more and more minutes with the injuries. He can play. Right. You know? So here are your lines against Winnipeg. Um, you which mean the I, game that we just won? Yeah. Okay. So this is the – I think it's the latest mm -hmm. game, and this, this obviously includes Carlson, who got injured. Right. So – First line was Ovi, Strom, and Sheary. Mm -hmm. Second line was Mojo, Eller, and Nicholas Abel Kubel. Mm -hmm. right. Yep. Third line was Sonny Milano. I love that dude's hair. Dude, that uh, guy can play too, man. Yeah, Kuzi and Mantha. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty good line. And then you got Hathaway, Proud, and Pro, uh, Dowd and Protus. Mm -hmm. Defense, first pairing is uh, Orloff and Jensen. Second player, pairing is TVR and Irwin. Third pairing was Carlson and Gustafson. Mm -hmm. So who do they bring up to take Carlson's spot? 
Yeah, so it's going to be um, Johansson or Alexiev or uh, they got one more guy in Hershey that's got some NHL quality, you know, skating ability in there, you know. Right. Um, so between them and Faravari, you've got you're, you're going to need a rotation of two or three guys that can, that well, can pop in and out of the lineup. Yeah, I mean, fair, you know, I mean I'm just talking about for like the next three games. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I guess they're going to have to bring up some dude and absolutely eat, they're going to pair him with Gustafson. Yep. Right. Well, as of last count, um, uh, that I saw last week, the Caps were second in the league in man games missed. Right. I mean, to f- one of the podcasts I listened to. They were like, say what you want about them. They were like, you got to give Laviolette so much credit because the one guy was like, they are playing plugs right, <laughs> on the third and fourth line and, and the last defensive pairings. He goes, it's a new injury every single night. And he goes, and they're sitting there working their way into a playoff position. They're like, that shouldn't happen. You know, just so, too many man games missed. So Jensen, well, Jensen played six seconds on the power play, but, but, the, and, but Orloff obviously played three minutes. Um so your pairings uh, in terms of defense, Orloff got 23 minutes. Jensen got 16 minutes, almost 17. TVR got 22. Mm-hmm. Uh, Irwin got 17. Just a ton for him. Carlson got 16, and that's probably because he got injured. And Gustafson got 21. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it could. Well, Gustafson was on the uh, PK. I mean, I'm sorry, power on, play on the power play yep. for about five minutes too. Yep. Well, he could play on the power play. Like that, I get, that, that's yeah, where his skill set is. He's got some skill. I actually right? like him better at the top a lot of times than Carlson. I think Gustafson moves the, the, the puck a little bit quicker. He doesn't have the um, he doesn't have the uh, you know the camaraderie with the other guys, obviously. Right. Um, but but the guy's got a booming shot and and really good hands, um, and he can skate. So these are the D's um, that are listed as available. I, I don't know the. I don't know how, how available they are, but uh, Alexiev, who mm-hmm. you talked about. Then they got Lucas Johansson, yep. Dylan McGrath. Oh, okay. I, I, I forgot about him. Yeah. Gabriel Carlson, mm-hmm. Bobby Nardella, Vincent Iorio. Yep, he was a first-round pick a couple years ago. And Martin Hugo Haas. I guess they're in Hershey. Hershey. Yeah, so I, Alexiev and Johansson are your first two up. Right. Um, Ma- I think it's McElrath, I think. is McElrath, yeah, yeah. I think he's he's had a handful of games in the league with a variety of teams, including the Caps, last year. So, you know, so you got three guys that can come in and fill in okay. I- I'm not terribly worried about that. To your point, though, we're, we're, we're talking about a two- to three-game stop the bleed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, long-term, Carlson and Farivari have got to be in this lineup if we're going to, you know, yeah. if we're going to make a good playoff push. I mean, McElrath is 30. Is, he's in his 30s. Yeah. Yeah, he's, um, he's one of those veteran grinders. 6'5", 231. Oh, he's a big motherfucker, yeah. Yeah. And he's a former first-round pick. Yep. Hey, hey, man, there's a reason he's playing 15 years later, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know? He, he doesn't care whether he's in the A or the N. He just wants to play pro hockey. You know? I think it's, you know, I, I, you know, if you have enough time to prepare and call people up, that then you're okay. I think so. It's yeah. just the in-game injuries. 100%. And, it's, and, and that's where the Oshis kill you because almost every one of his injuries is like some little phantom play away from the play, end of the first period, and you're like, what just happened? They're like, oh, his shoulder. I'm like, he didn't hit his shoulder. God damn it. Well, the good thing is, though, is that the Caps seem to have found their groove um, and maybe they're getting their formula 
They're, stylistically, I really like the way they play. I mean, Boston's fucking 27 and 4. Yeah. That's insane, they're, man. They're nuts, man. They can't be that good. I mean, they, they just must be, must be on a heater. Right? Yeah, they, they've just, you know, they're loaded. Yeah. <laughs> they're loaded down the middle. Um, so in the Metropolitan, Carolina's sitting first at 50 points. New Jersey, 46. Pittsburgh. Told you they were going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh and the Rangers at 43. Caps at 42. Yeah. Uh, Islanders are at 40. So the Caps are, are moving their way up to, yeah. to where normalcy happens. Yep. Uh, Pittsburgh is is nineteen and nine with five ties. Um, the Caps have played three more games at Pittsburgh, one more game than the Rangers, um, and who are nineteen and eleven, and they play them tomorrow. Yep, yep. So, so it's yeah. Uh, keep I mean, it going, man. Look, they're <clears throat> they're in a stretch now where they're they're winning games, which is always more fun. But stylistically, they're more fun to watch. And they beat some good teams, man. Like oh, Winnipeg. Yeah. Winnipeg's good. Yep. Um, that Dallas loss uh, stung me the other it night. It stung because they were they were in control. And that, so we only play those teams twice a year, right? And the they fuck us. They kill us every time, man. So when we played Dallas in November back in Dallas, we outshot them like 45 to 20, and we got shut out. Jake Ottinger's their goalie. He's mm-hmm. just got our number. We played them here at uh, uh, Cap One Arena. We outshot them 50 to 22 and lost that game two to one. Two to one. And it was like you know, they scored two quickly. Oh, yeah. They were both yeah. bullshit goals. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Um, that right. game really did not sit well with me. So next, uh, actually tomorrow is in New York. Okay. Um, so I guess they're traveling right now. Um, then they got Ottawa at home, Montreal at home, Buffalo at home, and then at Columbus. So that's, I think they're, they're going to get seven points out of those yeah. five. I think that's realistic. Yeah. And they're going to need to. I mean, they're going to need to be at a, a pretty good points per game um, right. clip if they're going to if they're going to push into that upper portion of that division. Um, don't they don't they have like a outdoor game against somebody against Carolina? Uh, I want to say it's in February in fucking Carolina. It yeah, better, I they're playing at um, the uh, NC State football stadium. Oh, so there'll be a bunch of rednecks going to that game too. Yeah, a bunch of dumbass rednecks. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I actually I I would laugh my ass off. It's fifty five degrees in uh, Raleigh. Oh, it probably will be. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's uh, that's that's ballsy, but good good for them, man. Well, no, as long as it's not raining, they can get an outdoor rink up and running. They had one in L.A. a couple of years ago. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The rain is the key. As long as it's but not the, raining, they're fine. Yeah, but it but isn't like the ice trash. They don't give shit. a they, they don't they, give they, a they, shit. Dude. It's a spectacle. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I mean, it's I'm a with viewing you. spectacle. It's the best one is still like the first one that the cast played the penguins. Oh. And who took amazing. out who took out my boy Crosby? Oh, Dave Steckle. Dave Steckle. Oh, that was a great. What a great game that yeah, was. We watched that at our old house. You yeah, that, yeah. Shit, we were on Showbarn. That's right, man. Yeah, that was a long did. time ago. That was Holy fun. shit. That was fun. That's right. Caps came back and won that game. Um Eric Fair had two. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Fair. Yep. That guy's awesome. Yeah, that was fun, man. No, you're right. That, that, that's when it had, like, clout. Like, yeah. That was, that was, like, the game to watch. Now people are like, oh, there's an outdoor game today? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Who are they playing? Like, the <laughs> Calgary and some schmo team? Yeah, yeah, it's like, you know, Calgary and Edmonton. That's and, because you know. it, for all of its luster and all of its beauty and pageantry, it, there's only a handful of games that resonate with people. Right. And there's only a handful of players which resonate with people. And I'm sorry to say 
that your boys in Edmonton ain't them. I know. I know. You know? How can they not be? They are phenomenal, but they play in fucking Edmonton. Well, the, the spit and chicklets do their rotating 16, and they don't even think about playoffs or whatever. They just say, here's the 16 teams that are trending as the top 16 in the league, and then they have them placed in like whether they're up or down per week. Well, the Caps entered the top 16 for the first time in a while last week. Right. You know, and they were talking about whatever else. Edmonton hasn't been on their top 16 list for like a month. And I'm like, how's this possible? How, how do you have that much talent? And, and George called it. He's like, their uh, starting goalies are Jack Campbell and this guy like Michael Stitton. He's like, right. what the fuck? Yeah, but, but even, even if they played in the outdoor game, mm-hmm. A lot of American fans would not pay attention to them because, nope. as good as they are and as skilled as they but if you are, you put Crosby or Ovechkin on the ice. You'll put oh, yes, exactly, right? Hundred percent. That's because, because yep. absolutely, because they know those names, they know the hatred. Mm-hmm. I t- I would tell you they put Boston. Bo- Boston has players that people oh, recognize. Absolutely, you know, Marshawn is a household. Marshawn is a household name, and everybody, everybody knows, knows he's, he's an asshole, yeah. right? Absolutely, and they would watch that. But if it, I'm t- maybe it's just me and my personal biases are are getting in there. I <laughs> no, I, I just no, can't, I just can't get into Western Conference hockey. You've said that for so many years now. I just don't under I it, I don't know is, why. It's different. It's it, like the, it watching is. like the AFC West. I don't give a shit about the AFC West. <laughs> you know, I, it's like watching you. I don't care about USC. Right. I, I I just I don't care about Oregon. I care about Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan. The the you know the Big Ten mm-hmm. to the East yeah that's what resonates with me you're right you know now you're right and so I, I'm just I guess I'm just biased but if I had to watch Vancouver play the Kings I wouldn't spend a minute thinking about it mm-hmm. you know no I, just, I mean why would you yeah yeah well we're lucky enough to have Ovi I mean dude He's the greatest athlete we'll ever see it is live. it is just staggering watching yeah. him play to this to this day I mean. Yes, the goals are what everybody tunes in for, but that dude, he's on the he's on the score sheet every night, Jerry. I know. I mean, was it a few games ago? Japers was like, "Hey, glad we're tuning in to watch Ovi's goal count, but a nice two apple game, you know, two assists, and they win the game or whatever." I think he had six hits. Like, this yeah. guy, this guy's insane, man. People just don't understand how big he is. Yeah, you he's know, big, how big, he strong, is. and so consistent. Yeah. You know, the guy just he was born on skates and could skate until he's probably fifty years old. Who was the uh, his name is escaping me. We got he's a defenseman from Pittsburgh. Came over when we uh, we won the cup. Um, yeah, I know uh, Niskanen, Matt Niskanen. No, okay, somebody else. Yeah. Oh, uh, Brooks Orpic. Brooks Orpic. Yep. He said the hardest he has ever hit was when Ovi came and hit him. Yep. He felt like he got hit by a Mack truck. And Orpic is just a monster. And of he's a, man. a big dude. You look at his highlight reel in the NHL. Yeah. He killed people. Yeah. You know? So he's yeah, just, you're right. I mean, Ovechkin's a freak. He's he just an athletic freak. He is. You, well, you, you have said it now for years, back when we were going to games a decade ago, and you're like, we were watching the greatest athlete of our generation. Of our and generation that we'll ever right see live. And, yeah. and it's so awesome. Yeah. You know? I mean, it, it honestly is like having Jordan. It is. You know? And and honestly, his career keeps going where Crosby start, is starting to fade. Now, he's great. Don't get oh, me fucking he's wrong. he's brilliant. No, no but, doubt. I mean, he's... They have Do the same amount of... Po- in the arena when Crosby gets the puck? No. They don't. He's he's your great Canadian boy. Plays the game the right way. Fucking they, once in a generation right. talent. I get it. He, they got the same amount of points, but people want to see the goals. That's right. 
and Crosby's 300 behind. Mm-hmm. Well, you always rag on Baxter for the old secondary assist. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Crosby's got, Crosby's got, got like 400 of those. Yeah. You know? um, and how the fuck, who, who's the guy, uh, who's the defenseman in Pittsburgh that has stroke and keeps on playing? Latang. That guy's amazing. He's incredible. That's amazing. Nothing but credit for me. Nothing Absolutely, man. Though. That is amazing. I don't know how that. I don't know I, how he does. No, he's, it's he's, like two strokes and he keeps playing. I know he's a monster. You know, um, I mean, nah. he's always terrible against the Caps on defense. So that's why I like what he <laughs> yeah, plays. That's true. But then he puts up points in other games. And, you know, hey, dude, they resigned him. I know to a monster contract. I thought it was a bad idea. I thought but, it was a bad idea too. But yeah, what, what do, do I, I know, know, man? Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't fucking know. Hey, CAPS, 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 Caps. Let's go. You know, keep it rolling, boys. Tell me about the Terps. They seem to be coming down to reality. Uh, basketball? Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right, so they're 9-3 and three right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and they went through a four-game stretch. It was Murderer's Row there in that four games. It was Illinois, um, Tennessee. UCLA was the last of the stretch. What was the other? Oh, and then at Wisconsin in there. So you had four ranked teams all in a row. Um. And beat Illinois, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Lost a tough one to Wisconsin, which I could take on the road. Big Ten, ugly game. Hung in there. Okay, lost by five. That's, I think that's reasonable. That's about where they are. Tennessee game was a complete tale of two halves. They were complete shit in the first half. Couldn't hit the side of a barn. Rolled them in the second half. Ended up having a chance to tie the game at the buzzer. Okay. And then they got boat raced by UCLA. Yeah. That one, that one was hard to take. Um, I will say this. I know Mitch is going to listen, and this is not a knock on Mitch or whatever. He called it perfectly. I got a ride with Mitch that night because it was a rainy, shitty Wednesday night, 9 o'clock tip, and he's like, yeah, we're taking the turf fan. I was like, dude, you are the man. I did not want to drive that night at all. Right. <laughs> Halftime, uh, he texts me. He's like, hey, uh, when do you want to leave? <laughs> and I was like, you, you, you say when, boss. I was like, it's up to you. We didn't even make it to the first TV timeout. In the second half. He was like, hey, you ready? I'm like, yep, we're ready. Let's go. Um, so credit to him because we got home at a good time that night. Um, and it was, it was disappointing. It was just disappointing. So Maryland, uh, do you think they make the tournament? I do. Okay. <clears throat> I think Willard's one of those scrappy coaches, and I'm not even going to – I'm not comparing him to this person in any way, shape, or form other than the way the players seem to play for them, and right. that's Gary. Yeah. The guys give a shit. And he goes down the bench, and the next guy up always plays really, really hard. So I don't know how good they are right. with a roster that he didn't really build. You know, um, it's kind of like a um, Island of Misfit Toys roster. It's just parts and pieces that he's trying to make work. Um, but I like his coaching style. I think he knows how to win. Um, he seems to have a little bit of a he has a little son of a bitch in him, which yeah. makes sense. Oh, he's got he's, some balls. Well, yeah. he's a Patino disciple, right? So he's got that like. <clears throat> you know, kind of stares down the ref, but he doesn't yell. He just gives him that look like, I'm going to talk to you at the timeout, you motherfucker, you know? And, uh, and and I like that about him. So I do think they are good. I think they're fun to watch, but I do think they're going to have some ugly losses because that roster is just, it's odd. Yeah. It's a weird, weird constructed roster, but they got guys that can play. Um, I think the UCLA game is an anomaly because, I mean, the first three games in that stretch I just said, is UCLA better than number seven Tennessee? Right. UCLA lost to Illinois, who we beat. And then UCLA beats us by 30 points. It doesn't make any sense. I think that was a one-off game. Maryland could not hit the side of the barn. It was awful. Right. And UCLA couldn't miss. So, 9-3, and three, here are their next six games. 
home to UMBC. Okay, so they go ten and three. Yeah, ten and three, and then it's all Big Ten at Michigan, mm-hmm. at Rutgers, Ohio State, at Iowa, home to Michigan. That's a rough stretch, man. What do they have to do? Well, it's all a rough stretch because then they got at Purdue, home to Wisconsin, home to Nebraska, home to Indiana, at Minnesota, at Michigan State, home to Penn State, who always gets in trouble, mm-hmm. home to Purdue. I thought they already played Purdue. No, it was West Virginia. I played Purdue. Um, at Nebraska, Minnesota, Northwestern, Ohio State, and Penn State. So, all right. Look. So the after the UMBC game, we would assume they go ten and three. Right. So the how many do you the, they, the next do, five games? That five game right. stretch starts and ends with Michigan, right? Start at Michigan, and, at Michigan, and, at Rutgers, and then we end that five game stretch at home against Michigan. Um, I really think you got to go three and two. Got to go three and two. Michigan is seven and four right now, but they're and, they're playing all the big dogs. Yeah. They just uh, Jawan Howard's such a dick, such an asshole. Yeah, I just don't. I don't think he's a very good. We coach. don't match up well with them. They're no, really they got big. that big kid from they're, the Matha, and they're really big inside, and they play a bruising style. And Maryland is guard oriented, so that style doesn't work well for us. Um, unless, of course, we can make it a, a running gun, you know, outside shooting game somehow. So Michigan's losses are to Arizona State, to UVA, to Kentucky, and to. Uh, the Tar Heels. Yeah. So I mean, so they got they got some good losses. Yeah. No, those are all legit. Did you see that report about the the big kid from the Mathis was trolling Maryland about how they never recruited him? Yeah. You know, he's just, such a dick. Yeah. Dickinson. Yeah. You know? I think the story with that was Turgeon knew he had no shot. Right. It's and like so basically it was like, yeah, we're gonna you know go and it was like, oh, Turgeon didn't even try. It's like that's like yelling at Loxley for not like signing like you know. The kid that just won the Heisman. It's like, well, he's on the West Coast and he's never going to fucking come here. Right. You know, yeah. like, okay. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I think you, you got to go three and two. Yeah. Um, after after beating. So you got to go four and two yep. for the next six games. I, I agree with you to have a chance because it gets much tougher, it seems like. Well, the Big Ten, uh, yet again in basketball, man, it's a, it's bitch, a jumbled man. mess, dude. You know, Rutgers beat Indiana a couple weeks ago. Is Iowa any good? Yeah. Jesus, everybody's good. Yeah, they're all good, man. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it works out. Yeah. I mean, they're all good. They all got pros. Every every team's got a pro on there. Um, yeah. Maybe except for Maryland. Maryland might be the one of that bunch that doesn't have a pro. I mean, Scott's a pro. Is he? I think so. I mean, like, not a not a great pro, not a dream teamer, but no, you know, he's, no. he's a compliment. Yeah, he, might, he, might, he might have a shot. Yeah. He might have a shot. But I mean, I love Jameer Young. He's he's the closest thing we have to a you know a stud. But I mean, he's five ten. I mean, you know. I think if Willard makes the tournament in any seed, any form, fashion, it's a successful year. Hundred percent. You know. Oh and yeah. He's and you can't really expect anything more because he came in so late, didn't have any time to get his yep. guys. Yeah. Um, and, but and I will look to next year is a big one for him because he's he's got three four star guys all from the state of Maryland that all decided to stay home. Yeah. So he did the old let's get together, let's lock everybody up, let's stay home. He did that. Ask careful what you wish for though, cuz right. there's only one ball. All three right. of those guys are are, you know, be be big egos and everything else. So you got to be very strategic with that transfer portal who you can bring in to finish rounding out the roster. I'll be interested interested to see how they play at Michigan. I think that'll That's tell be a, tough. I think that'll tell a lot going forward. If they could sneak I out agree. a win there or even play there, you okay. cannot lose to Rutgers. No. You just can't. Is I mean, that game there or home? It's at it's at Rutgers. Yeah, it's gonna be tough, man. 
I know they're all going to be tough, but you got to yeah. win tough games yeah, if you want to make tournament. Right. You know? yeah, I mean, shit, to go three and two, you're going to have to win right. the tough games, right? Hundred percent. Um, all right. Well, we'll you know we'll see. Hey, I'm glad we're talking about this because right about this time last year, Danny Manning was the interim coach. <laughs> Danny we Manning was the, 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 the. We were in that middle ground of oh shit, if we don't make a good hire, we could be fucked for right. this decade. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I, again, time will tell with Willard. Right. I, I think he knows what he's doing. He seems professional. He seems to to know what's going on. Um, and so, shit, they got some really good wins under their belt this year. So let's end the podcast with this story. Um, they were playing, the cast were playing overtime game. Mojo gets the shot. <laughs> and Holly looks at me and goes, Jeremy's laughing at you from heaven. <laughs> he absolutely he was a hundred percent laughing at me. So we were hosting our family Christmas party that night and people were kind of like, it was a shitty Thursday night last week, right. it was raining and everything. So people are kind of leaving. My brother, Chris and I are standing there and we look up, we're like, ah, another overtime game, you know? And as we're standing there, Mojo scores, Chris goes, who was that that scored? I was like, that was Mojo. He goes, I didn't know he could do that. I'm like, I don't think Mojo knows he could do that. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a, a great, great shot. I mean, that was one of those goals where you were like, oh, that was koozie. Or I was that like, was, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> and then that's the first thing she said to me. was like, Jer- <laughs> Jeremy's laughing at you from heaven. I think he's just slowly sitting there with a cocktail smiling, and he's just got his middle finger up like the, this. The thing, like I, missed, Jerry, the thing I missed is not looking at my phone going, Mojo. You know, I would immediately <laughs> get a text from him. <laughs> well, so. that guy Mojo sucks. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Mo- <laughs> Mo- Mojo with the score. Mojo with the goal. Did you hear Alan May going on and on about him the other night? He no. was like, this is why you have to construct a roster smartly. He goes, Mojo is making $1.5 million a year. Basically like veteran minimum. Because he wanted to come back and play with a bunch of these guys. And he's like, he has four game winning goals. And he has this. And he has this. And he has this. Like, oh, Jerry's boy, Alan May, sucking <laughs> off Mojo right now. He's, just, he's killing my killing my arguments. <laughs> Just th- throwing darts at every one of your Next, he's going to say Jensen's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I will say one of the guys on your shit list that is on my shit list right now is, is Mantha. He's just not doing enough for I me. I know. He, he's, yeah, he's so big and fit. it for, could be physical. For him, he's got to get the right line mates. And right now, with how many injuries we have, they just, there's no consistency. And a guy like him needs it so badly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but, you know, we'll we see. see. So at the end of this week, actually, you got Terps, NC State in the uh, – in the Dukes Bowl on Friday, I'm going with NC State. I am too. I just think I I, I, I think, think Maryland's missing more guys. Yeah, and I think NC State probably wants cares about it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, Maryland's. Um, I, I don't know. Just the, reading the tweets, like you know, guys are not playing. Right, they're opting out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Loxley's a very good on the field coach. So it, it, if he doesn't have all of his studs there, mm-hmm. you know, he's gonna, obviously going to get it worse. Now I will say this though: he'll make up for that. Guys not playing. Season. So everybody's like, "How are we going to win without Raheem and, and Demas playing?" I'm like, "We won three games this year where they had a combined five catches." Yeah, I I'm get like, it. I, I, get I know it. they're great. They're they're it. brilliant. But if you don't have the game plan for them, it just changes everything. It and does. and Tony, uh, what the fuck's his name? He used to be the defensive coordinator at the, you know at. The, uh, WVU. He's a pretty good defensive coordinator. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so I, I, I just, I get the sense that and it's down there in, in Carolina. Yep. They'll travel more. Although Mitch is going down. He is. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, I, I was, I was really considering it, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of a fun day trip type yeah, it's shit, not bad at you know? all, man. but uh, I, I would expect NC state to, but, but you know, fuck hey, it, man. You got Talia, you got Hemby. All the old linemen are playing. Hey, man, it's know? a pretty cool – It's a you're playing at a good – I mean, these bowl games from the 30th to the 31st, that's my favorite. I know. 
because we talked you, about it last year. Yeah, yeah, you get. I mean, that's my favorite. You get teams that are that are that are pretty good, mm-hmm. um, and they're you know they're, for the most part the stars um, opt out, but the core players play. Mm-hmm. And usually have pretty good games. I expect yeah. Maryland and NC State to play a tight game. Yeah, I'm and maybe if, maybe Leah can can outscore them. If if Maryland wins, I think it's a scenario where we have a quarter where we put up like seventeen or twenty one, and Tilly is just on fire. Is know? the is the tackle plan? Yeah. Okay. Good for him, man. Yeah. I you know I I give a lot of respect to these dudes. Maybe it's not the smartest thing in the world, but I give a lot of respect to these dudes to playing in a you know in, in a bowl game with their boys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and I just. If I was a scout or a general manager, that would mean something to me. I completely agree. You know, I don't and want who dudes. knows these scouts and general managers nowadays. They're all a bunch yeah. of douchebags. I mean, I, you know, is is Rakeem Jarrett really that good? <laughs> I mean, I'm just I, I I he might be a he might be a second day pick. Yeah. Right. I mean, I He's don't know a freakish athlete. But, I don't, but I don't know about him if he played. Um, I think it would do better for him than sitting out because I don't think as well as he tests or preserves his body he's going to get be a high draft right. pick so last year he had like the two highlight real touchdowns in the bowl game yeah what if he came back and did that again yeah yeah I mean the craziest thing is that the fucking wide receiver from Ohio State is not playing I know in, in the playoff game I would cross that motherfucker off my list I'd be like I'm with you 100 percent I mean you're you playing for the national championship yeah, dude, bro. you guys just had the most gifted scenario to get you guys into the top four and you're not going to use that. And platform. you're not going to try to win a championship. And you're not going to use that platform on your personal level. I'm with you. What the fuck? Yeah, man. Uh, and and your boy, it. who someone called him out on it and got roasted and had to backtrack, of course. But I was like a hundred percent. I can't imagine anybody off the record is not thinking, "What a fucking pussy." Oh, I I would. And think what so. a, what a. I'm I mean, if you. I was his teammates, I'd be smacking that son of a bitch in the face, <laughs> saying, "Don't even come back to the locker room." That's right. You know, that's right. But yeah. whatever, that's where we live right now, man. That is, man. That is. I am looking forward to those final four games. Uh, New Year's Eve, right? Yeah. Should that's be fun, that's man. all I'm doing. I'm staying home. That should be Watch fun. On. Hell yeah. All right, cool, man. Anything else for the week? Nope. I'll see you. We'll see each other next year. Yeah, man. So uh, wings, beers, and tears. Be safe out there. Have a great uh, second half of your holiday, uh, you know, excursion here into the new year. And uh, everybody be safe. Be good. And we'll see you on the flip side. See you. Word.